Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like a book club, but for board games. I'm Kiwi, and with me is BP. Hi. So this week we're playing Rush MD, designed by David Turchi, who also did Anachrony, Tekino, Obelisk of the Sun, Imperium Classics, and Kitchen Rush. Anthony Hogigo and Konstantinos Koknas, who did Project Elite. It was developed by Vangelis Bijarticus, the, who also did The Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, and the artist was Gong Studios, who did Aeons in Tiny Towns and Fields of Green. It was published in 2020 by Artipia Games, who are based in Greece. <laughs> so you have been hired as doctors in the new Cutting Edge Medical Center. You and your colleagues must cooperate to admit, diagnose, and treat various patients who need your help. Use your strengths to treat the patients arriving at the hospital, but be careful because medical errors come at a very high cost in Rush MD. The mechanics are action timer, cooperative game, elapsed real-time ending, real-time worker placement, worker placement with different worker types. And the box art? Uh, looks like uh, your typical surgeon's table, but you're looking up. Yeah, you're clearly um, the patient in this in the way they have the, the picture. Yeah, which is not what the game is. Um, but many of them have their masks around their chin, their face coverings. Not appropriate. Mm, yeah. Not appropriate wear. And, and the Rush MD is, looks like it's made out of different... Uh, mm -hmm. There's a little blood... Uh, yeah, the, the M looks like it's part of the, the, an organ, maybe? And I think it's, it's connected to the blood IV. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's the mm -hmm. tube from the blood mm -hmm. IV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's some pills. Some syringes, some little clamps, mm -hmm. uh, a little stethoscope to make the U and the S. A little knife. Yeah. Got some, one, one surgeon's holding little clampers and a mm -hmm. knife. Mm -hmm. Get yep. ready to cut. Uh, so would you pick this up off a shelf? I mean, just looking at the box art, maybe not. Cause like, whew, MD stuff sounds really scary. Okay. But since I know that it was done by the people who did Kitchen Rush, which we love. Let's see, Kitchen Rush is about food. Right. So, but either way, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I would, yeah, I would pick it up for the same reason, um, I think the, the, the box art's kind of fun. It's got like a cartoony style to it, so it mm -hmm. doesn't uh, feel uh, like super realistic. Um, and I remember uh, my sister and I playing a, a game for the Apple IIGS that was like surgery and uh, like it had really bad graphics because it was an Apple IIGS. Uh, but you like did surgery to like remove gold, like bladder stones and mm -hmm. stuff. And like you'd like take x-rays and like figure out what was wrong with the people. My sister and I were not very good. We lost a lot of patience. Well, I'm really glad you're not an MD. Yeah. By the way, that's also the old school board game operation is all about, right? Removing things. Yes, that's also true. Um, so you have the benefits of seeing the pieces in front of you. You also have the benefits of playing uh, Kitchen Rush. Mm -hmm. How do you think this is played? Okay, well, we have to treat people. So I'm guessing it looks like there are these beds, very much like hospital beds. They're on rollers. So my guess is we have some components that people are going to be... <laughs> Sorry, the components. So that's a kidney for sure. We've got some hearts. I'm going to go with the pink little thing is either a liver or I'm going to go for appendix because I feel like appendicitis. Uh, it's, it's a lung, actually. Oh. Yeah. I really liked the idea of appendicitis, mm -hmm. though. Yeah. 
No, the little brown ones are kidneys, though. Yeah, yeah they definitely look like kidneys. Uh, we have bones and we have a huge heart. Yep. So my guess is people come in with their whatever ailment is. So I guess respiratory versus appendicitis. I still think it should be appendicitis. Anyway, and they go on the little beds and then you got to move the beds to the proper treatment centers because uh, there are uh, different rooms. You have a blood bank. Uh, you have the pharmacy. That's where you get your pills. You've got a couple operation rooms, labs, diagnostics. You got your MRI. So you got you got all kinds of places you got to roll your beds to. And you all you you have to do it. We have these little hourglasses within a certain limited time. So the history of rolling beds. Yeah. Um, history of medicine is really fascinating. Um, obviously, way more than what we can cover even in one single podcast. Um, but like um, some of the early ideas, just looking at this and seeing about this. Do you know that one of the earliest um, dental extracts was done in the Neolithic period around like 5000 BCE? I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty crazy, I feel like. Um, and also uh, potentially the first amputation about the same time. There's That one doesn't surprise me. Just cut it off somebody's yeah, that human, limb. That, like one human would try to cut off the limb of another human for literally whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure amputations are supposed to be for medical reasons. Mm, you would think. Okay. Well, um, some of the earliest uh, laws trying to regulate medicine, uh, the law codes of Hammurabi, do have penalties of uh, medical practices. Obviously, ancient Egypt has some uh, ancient papyri that are always brought up in the history bits on this podcast, Michelium. Yep. Uh, They're often brought up in sawbones as well with the... Sydney and Justin McElroy. There you go. Lots of podcasts talk about early, uh, early medicine. However, India is not always brought up and is one of the most fascinating. And I feel like most advanced civil ancient civilizations, especially for medical practice and have, um, really since about the early iron age. So, roughly 1,000-ish BCE, uh, have different uh, text for surgery that include specific anatomy, different eye, ear, nose uh, diseases, op, uh, obstetrician, uh, as well as pediatrics. Uh, so very, very fascinating how uh, ancient peoples were able to Perform some pretty complex things, even though what we know is that germ theory and therefore washing hands and being clean back to these people in their masks was not regularly practiced until about the early 20th century. Mm. Well, I mean, this podcast may kill you. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Mm-hmm. Is there outdra- and then the sawbones don't drill a hole in your head. Anyway, let's learn how to play. Okay. 
All right, so the game takes place over four rounds. Each round, we are going to admit patients, run exams, and offer treatment. Each round is timed, and we work together to try and reach all of the objectives without reaching zero medical points by the end of the fourth round. Each round is broken up into three phases, medical counsel, the action phase, and patient evaluation. So during the medical counsel phase, the round marker is moved to the next space. We skip that in the first round. And then players can freely discuss what they're going to do in the upcoming action phase. When they are ready, they proceed to the action phase. In the action phase, it's real time. It lasts for three minutes. Each player has one sand timer, which represents a doctor, and they're individually colored. Um, so only you can touch your doctor timer. Okay. We also have four nurse timers, which are the light blue colored, uh, and those can be um, used by any uh, player. Uh, the timer is placed on one of the spaces in the hospital to perform the actions associated with that area. The timer cannot be moved until it runs out, and you can perform those actions until you move the timer or you start using another timer in another space. So, the actions. We can go to admission. We can use a nurse timer uh, to use uh, to draw up to three new patient cards from either the regular patient or the hospitalized patient decks. So, on the admissions um, board, we have two blue circles in the middle. That means only nurses can go there. And on either side, so we have the outpatient clinic. Um, those will be patients that you know, they come into the ER, we fix them and we send them away. Uh, they can be uh, helped by either nurses or doctors for the outpatient or the inpatient. So hospitalized patients, that's going to be the red back deck. Only doctors can admit them into a ward. Uh, ward A and B. So these are our top two boards that we were looking at it. A nurse uh, can either administer patients to patients in uh treatments to patients in the ward or patients who require hospitalization are transported around the hospital in their bed, which is a little cardboard stand. So when a doctor takes a hospitalized patient and admits them, we're going to put them into one of the beds in a ward. Uh, the reason why they're split between A and B is because there are chances for some of the um, diagnoses to actually be um, contagious. Mm -hmm. And so it will affect all patients mm -hmm. in the same ward mm -hmm. and we will mm -hmm. have to treat all those patients. Uh, so labs and diagnostics. So we have four different tests that we have here. And a doctor uh, can conduct specific exams on hospitalized patients in order to find out how to treat them. So we can do blood cultures uh, are used for patients with infections. And so we'll see a little red person icon. Uh, mm -hmm. It'll look like this. Mm -hmm. They have like boils and stuff on them. Um, so you flip the culture tokens over. So we have uh, mm -hmm. eight little culture tokens. We don't move them around, so we'll flip them over and we're trying to find a match. As soon as we find the match, we flip that card over and that's the diagnosis for the patient. And we'll put it underneath where its bed goes in the ward. Yeah. So that's uh, cultures. For blood exams, uh, these are for patients with autoimmune signs and they're going to be uh, the mm -hmm. yellow person. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do is you're going to use your tweezers okay. to move around the uh, little discs on this blood cultures board to match the back of the top of 
cultures. When it's once you do, then you can flip it over, and that's the diagnosis. Okay. For X-rays uh, used for patients with physical signs, so it'll be a blue person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you're going to do is all the beds are labeled uh, have a label. So A one, two, and three for Ward A. And B1, 2, and 3 for Ward B. So on the back of the x-ray mm-hmm. card, you'll mm-hmm. see that there are those same A1, B2, whatever. You are trying to find a card that does not have the bed number on it. Okay. Once you do, you flip it over and that's the diagnosis. Finally, you have the MRI used for patients with uh, neuropsych signs. And it's going to be a green person icon. So we're going to pick up... Um, So in the base game, there's a little MRI tile that we would balance on the corner. And then we have to put our doctor on that. And as long as you don't knock it over, you successfully, and it runs all the way out, you successfully do the MRI exam. Uh, So for us, we have the little Kickstarter MRI stand. So you're going to take the patient bed, you're going to put it right in front of it, and then you're going to put the doctor on top. Ah. And so as long as you don't knock the doctor off... And you have to restart it because like an MRI, you can't move while you're inside right. the MRI machine. So if it you get it all the way to the end, then you do it successfully and you pick up one of the MRI cards. Okay. All right. Uh, so we also have the blood bank, which a nurse or a doctor can go to, in which case we get three uh, blood uh, tiles uh, or little... Not really cubes. They're like little tiny cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's where we're going to do that. And then next we have the pharmacy. So that's where we're going to store all of our medicine. Um, so what we can do is uh, this is kind of like getting food in Kitchen Rush. So you'll put mm-hmm. a nurse in the pharmacy and then you can pick up one uh, type of thing. And then the bottom of the board tells you how many that you can get. So you can either get, uh, three Three green green. or yellow, uh, IV fluids. Okay. You can get, uh, three IV bags, two blue pills, orange pills, or white pills, and then two syringes. Got it. Okay. Uh, and then finally the operating room. Oh, and then, uh, store organs. Um, so with a doctor, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. There's like, there's hearts. So you just have hearts lying around. Yeah. I mean, come so on. It, it's cold storage. So we're limited to only six organs in our <laughs> organ bank. Uh, and anytime you, you handle organs, a in the, heart? I mean, people can, you don't really store them. Uh, <laughs> right, when you remove a heart, you're dead. Well, sure. Okay. Uh, anytime you handle organs in the game, they have to be handled with the tweezers. Uh, so you would pick them up out of the supply and put them into the pharmacy. Bones aren't organs. Yeah, don't worry about that. Okay. Okay. Finally, uh, for the last room, we have the operating rooms. So we have two operating rooms, operating A and B. Uh, we don't have to. So like Ward B doesn't have to go specifically okay. to operating room B. It's just the two different operating rooms. Roger, roger. Uh, So where you provide patients with treatments on their surgery card. So if the patient has a little uh, file that has a scalpel on it, that means they need surgery. So eventually we will have to take them to an operating room. So doctors provide organs uh, and nurses provide medication. So we have one doctor spot and two nurse spots uh, for each operating room. I'm assuming one of those is the anesthesiologist. Uh, No, there's no anesthetics in this. Okay, so... Uh, so what we're going to do is we're just going to go through and we're going to try and treat all of the patients, uh, that we can. Um, 
So for uh, fluids, so if it'll tell us, it'll give us a color and a number. Okay. Um, so like the green and yellow, and then it'll number. So what you're going to do is you're going to take one of these syringes. You're going to take the top, the back off. Shut And you're going to put the... OMG. So right yep. now, Kiwi has opened up like a syringe, like you would use for your, your pet yep. to like, you know, shove fluid into your cat's throat to help them get better. And he's like... Literally, those those are yeah, the, the same cylinder, syringes. Yeah, same, same syringes. And the, then just the putting cylinders. the little cubes in them. Yep, the little cylinders go wow. inside the cubes. So now this would be wow. too green. So then we would give put that on a patient. Right, because obviously you can't squirt out the right. wooden cubes. Yep. So that that's how the things work. So wow. the one exception being, so anything that happens in the operating room also has to be done with tweezers. So normally, right. if you were treating a outpatient uh, person, you could use your hands all you want to. Yeah, who cares about washing them? So for the operating room, if a patient needs green medicine, you would have you can use your hands for the syringe itself. But in order to put the medicine in the syringe, you would have to use the tweezers to wow. put the medicine in the, wow. in, wow. the in the syringe. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. So we got a little bit of a, a little bit of dexterity here. Okay, so when the timer goes off at the end of four minutes, that's the end of the action phase. Uh, so we're going to move on to the patient evaluation phase. So first, we're going to check for an epidemic. Mm -hmm. um, so if a culture or a blood exam card is drawn with a contagion icon, all the patients in that ward must be given the treatment listed on the card. So the contagion icon will be on one of the one of these two uh, from the lab. Uh -huh. So either the uh -huh. blood or the culture will draw one of these epidemic cards that have like a bunch of viruses uh -huh. on them. And then we will put it in the uh, in that specific ward. And then what that would mean is, is all the patients. So like that card might show like one green pill. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the round, we would have to administer one green pill to every patient that's in that ward okay. in order to ward off that uh, thing. So each patient not properly treated uh, causes one loss of a medical point. Uh, if all are treated, then gain the reward on the epidemic card. Then check each treated patient, regular and hospitalized, to see if they were diagnosed and treated appropriately. A patient treated exactly is discharged. And if the proper treatment is not provided, the medical points are lost and the patient's condition worsens. Untreated critical patients die. If medical points ever reach zero, the game is lost immediately. Discharged patients are then set aside and all their treatment tiles tokens are put into the supply. So once we're complete with the fourth round, the player's overall reputation, medicine points, and discharged is compared to the goal card at the appropriate difficulty level. If you beat the requirements, the players win. If not, well, we lose. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are all the rules. Let's play. We just finished a game of Rush MD. Uh, we successfully treated patients for the most part. There was one patient that needed a little bit more work. They had to go, they had to stay overnight. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. at least one more night. And then one patient that came in that- um, Last minute. Yeah, last a last minute patient um, that, you know what, looked kind of a little bit on the older side. Wow. Needed, wow. Needed, needed age a discrimination of, right there. Needed a lot of help. Well, what I'm saying is it might have been old age that got him. Either way, he died 
unfortunately. Yeah. Did not get the blood in, in time. The, in the outpatient clinic where everybody could see. So a real, real bummer. Uh, but we ended the game. We lost about half of our medical points. On that so, last one. Yeah, on that last one. So we were down to nine out of our 20. Because uh, BP was like, last 24 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Let's do one. Well, I think if it had been an easier patient, right. we might have been okay. <laughs> uh, and then we finished up with 41 points. So we were able to successfully meet our requirement for an easy uh, victory which was uh, 25, at least 25 points, uh, and we didn't lose more than 20 medical points. Success. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, overall, a successful weekend in the hospital. <laughs> poor yeah, I guess. Poor rounds, yeah. yeah. Um, so the theme, uh, BP, what did you think? Did you feel like you were in a hospital? There is none of the smells. Okay. The sounds. Sure. But the stress was there. Yeah, I don't think you could recreate the. I know. <laughs> that'd be a really weird box. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, at least the, like the ER part, oh, you, know, you yeah. always see like stuff rushing around and people like doing stuff. Uh, I feel like we, the stress. We've been to the ER a few times. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like between the two, like when you think about stressful jobs that have like time requirements oh, to them, yeah, kitchen, like kitchen and rush, and then you know the medical stuff too. Because, you know, the time base, I, I feel like the the real-time aspect of it does add to the mm -hmm. theme. Uh, obviously, anything that you can find, like, stress-related right, time right, right. management, you could theme it anything that you wanted on top of that. But, yeah, I thought it was... And the dexterity elements with the climpers. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was good. Mm -hmm. uh, table presence. Uh, I mean, it's cool, right? Like, it's kind of like the same thing with um, Kitchen Rush, where, like, people are running all over. Like, they're talking. They're stressed. You know, they're flipping things. I got this. I got this. You know. Yeah. I think if you came across somebody playing this and running around and putting cards into yeah. the patient beds and moving the patient beds around. We got a critical. Yeah. And, and you know seeing people like flip tokens for the mm -hmm. cultures or like mm -hmm. moving stuff around and like sometimes using tweezers and sometimes not using tweezers. Uh, I think table, and then the art's nice. Yes. So I, I feel like, um, yeah, I, I would definitely stop if I saw people running around a table playing this, um, mechanics. So I thought the different, um, diagnostics, like when you were doing mm -hmm. the diagnoses mm -hmm. was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you know, the the X-ray one, you've got like it looks like somebody's spine, mm -hmm. and you're looking for lightly colored uh, letters and numbers that yeah. match the bed to find the diagnoses. Uh, oh, that didn't match the bed, right? Yeah, it didn't match the bed. Right. Yep. Um, the MRI, you had to sit and wait. Yeah, and that was the only one you had. To, so I, I thought um, kind of like the cooking part. Yeah, and like the kitchen, like kitchen rust with those mechanics with the with the timers. I really like the timer aspect of it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very interesting way to do worker placement, which I think we've talked about with with kitchen rush as well. Um, so we so didn't have we to worry about paying our workers. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did appreciate that, um, but I think they take that out by like right, every time you mess points. up. Yeah, yeah. So we did mess up. So we had one patient that we right, didn't, didn't treat all the way. We had one patient one that we overtreated, and then the one oh, patient yeah. that we ran out of time and we didn't get all the treatments. And so they died because they were in critical condition when they came in. Oh, I like how you didn't say we killed them. Yeah, they died. <laughs> yeah. If they had come in, you know what? If they had come in when the symptoms had started, maybe we would have saved them. This is on them. <laughs> <laughs> so be that to note when you start to feel symptoms. 
contact your doctor. Yeah. So I, I like the mechanics. I, I like mm-hmm. the, you know, when they go to the operating room, you have to use the tweezers, uh, the tweezers anytime mm-hmm, you did mm-hmm. organs. Cause the, oh man, the first time I tried, oh, to, any you tried to grab organs, the heart, yeah. like <laughs> no, I haven't. The, the lung, the lung is a little bit out there, but yeah. you can, you can find some purchase on that one. The, slippery. The, the kidneys and the bones are super easy. But man, trying to pick up that heart the first time, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I hope nobody needs a heart because they're never going to get it. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, that was good. I, yeah. I, and I felt like those the, the dexterity bits like weren't super, super hard, but it was enough that it was just like it's entertaining and it adds to it. Mm-hmm. And so I think the elements they took out of Kitchen Rush um, and adding in the dexterity piece was was good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, rules, BP? Um, I think we just had the one question, uh, midway through whether, uh, right. How often, like if you just, I think in the rules you had explained, like if there was a nurse in the ward, she could treat the whole or they, uh, could treat, uh, all the patients. But then we clarified that because I was wondering in the outpatient as well, one nurse could treat all the patients all at once, but no, you had to have uh, a nurse for each patient. Yeah, so. which makes sense because like in theory, I guess you could treat one, flip over that token, and treat the next one. So right. it does kind of show like, hey, you're working your way down the ward. Right, 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 treat, right, right, right. Each one. But other than that, like I think if you've played one of the Rush games before, uh, this just flows along with that. I think, um, so sp- talking about rules, yeah, so we, we, we did have to look that up mm-hmm. and I had just said it wrong. But it was super easy to find. Mm-hmm. Um, the one rule that uh, I had a little bit of hard time finding was if there's more than one diagnosis, mm, which do which you... which do you do? So you don't do. So if a patient needs like more than one exam mm-hmm. to get their diagnosis, mm-hmm. there's a there's a um, diagnosis or a, a treatment effectiveness number and mm-hmm. the highest number. And then the rule book says, hey, if they're they're tied, still then go, it's your choice. Mm. So you could pick the easier of the two mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the two things I had to look up, uh, but they were easy to find. Well, the first one was, and the second one took me a little bit, but uh, found the answer. And then I, I think teaching it, and I, I think I'll do the same thing with Kitchen Rush in the future too, is that first that round, round, not timing it. Mm-hmm. Just going through and showing each of the things. I feel like that's the hard part about Kitchen Rush is like, no, 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 you can't. Like once you put it there, but you're trying to teach it at the same time that the time's going, I feel like, yeah, if I do that in the future, that's how I will teach it. Yeah, a little tutorial round. No time, Mm -hmm. no pressure. We just go through a couple to, you know, treat them. And then Kitchen Rush, I would do the same. Mm -hmm. Do a couple dishes and then reset everything and go from there. So Um, player interaction. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like between the medical council phase when you're planning Mm -hmm. to try and decide what you're going to do to uh, the, oh, crap. I went to the surgery place already and I need blood. I need you to come yeah, get yeah, blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's constantly interactive and it has to be as a cooperative game. So. Uh, what's the player count? Uh, so it will go up to four. Um, Real we, chaotic at that. Yes, I bet it would be. Um, <laughs> Fun chaos. And it does change. So the objective cards uh, sure are player do. counted yeah. for four players. Uh, yeah, 40 points. You begin with 30 medical points. Mm-hmm. Uh, treat at least 26 patients, including eight hospitalized patients. And you begin with 24. Uh, so the question of the cast, would you play it again? Absolutely. 
I love these games. I was wondering if we had enough time to play again before dinner or even after dinner. Uh, yes, we do. Okay. Okay. Um, where were you going to go earlier when I said, hold yeah, on, okay. let's wait until you... Um, I almost feel like, so if you're new to the Rush games, I feel like this might be an easier learning curve than Kitchen Rush. I think you are correct. Um, and I think it has to do with you don't lose points. Because right, like, because you don't, because, so in Kitchen Rush, I think what you're saying, like, you have to pay your workers at the end of the round. Yeah, there's the and pay the workers. if you don't pay them all, obviously, it they, just gets harder. they quit. Yep. Like any sane person would do, if they don't get paid, they leave that job. Yep. And then, so it gets harder as you progress, whereas with this one, you don't necessarily, it's just, can you recoup what you need in order to succeed. Yeah, exactly. And I think what they've done, if they've, they've replaced that kind of paying your workers mm -hmm. and paying for supplies and stuff with the medical points. Mm. Um, That's true. All our supplies were free. Yeah. And, and I think limited pills, blood. Yeah. <laughs> and there might be so Organs. Like some of these objective cards here are come out during turns. We didn't play with those, okay. but they might like, hey, you can only get X amount of blood this turn, or mm -hmm. they might have other effects that make it a little bit harder. Yeah, I, I would absolutely play it again. I really enjoyed it. I think I like it better than Kitchen Rush. I don't know that I can agree with that. Okay. But uh, just because I'm such a foodie. Right. I love talking about food, so. Yeah, and I'm like... I love both of them. Right. I, I like the, the stressfulness. I, I think what I like about this one is the the different elements of the tests. Mm. So you're kind of doing something mm -hmm. differently every time. Uh, I like the fact that while you can mess up and there is a penalty for messing up, I don't feel like it's as brutal mm -hmm. as Kitchen mm -hmm. Rush. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like Kitchen Rush too is, I don't know, way more stressful. Yeah, somehow I felt like there were times where I felt like we, like we could have just kind of sat back and stopped. Yeah. And like, okay, we're done. But in Kitchen patients. Rush, you're like, oh my God, we got it. The stock. We're all out of all these things. And I, but I think what that was is I think that was because we were playing it on an easy, easy objective. Because yeah. it, had we played on normal, oh God. we would not have won. We would have lost right. because we didn't have enough points, which meant that the times where we could have sat back and said, oh, no, no, we're good on this round, mm -hmm. we would had to have kept going. And so I think we would have had some more issues with patients because we would have been drawing patients mm -hmm. at in, ins and rounds or been doing more hospitalized patients because they are worth more, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a uh, rush MD. So if you have any recommendations you would like to hear our impressions on, uh, stressful or not, just send them our way. And you can do so via email at firstturntabletop at gmail. We are also located on Twitter and Instagram at firstturncast. And our podcasting camel, as he limps in being like, oh, I need a blue pill. <laughs> Please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasts catchers and we look forward to hearing from you and play more games. So we only killed one patient. Yes, a successful <laughs> hospital. We only killed one patient. So I'll treat this one real quick. That's what I was doing. Well, okay. You well. Treat, well you, so you have to
plug his heart way over here. Yeah, you did. Okay. Crap, this person needs so much medicine. Okay, I got the organs finally. Woof, I feel like we're gonna be killing people today.